We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guy Cody here and the Indianapolis Colts wrapped up their final preseason game. They defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a score of 27-10. to 10. And so we did a reaction of this game last night, and obviously Derek was live streaming the game last night. And as we do with every preseason game, guys, we wanted to do a little bit of a stock up, stock down report. If you're not familiar with what that is, Essentially, it's some players who looked really good, that stock is up on them, and some players who maybe struggled a little bit or maybe didn't really do a whole lot to improve their chance at the final 53-man roster. So without further ado, let's get into it. And I want to preface it by saying, guys, cuts are on Tuesday. So very, very quickly here, the Colts are going to decide on some of these guys. There's definitely a lot of guys that are you know right on the fringe of the 53-man roster. And so... With that being said, I feel like there's a lot more guys last night that had more stock up than stock down. So there's going to be a good amount of guys that I want to talk about here. Um, whether or not they're on the fringe doesn't matter. I just wanted to talk about a few different guys as well. So starting with some of the negatives, let's just get this out of the way right, right off. Um, let's talk about some of the guys that kind of struggled a little bit, I felt like. I felt like the number two and number three, number four wide receivers, they all didn't really get involved a whole lot. You know, we talked about a little bit like, okay, was that more on the, the coaching staff? Was that by design? Was that more on the quarterback? Or was that more on the wide receivers? I think for me, I just personally, I still have question marks at wide receiver. You know, I think there's tremendous talent there. But, you know, the immediate impact is more my question. So it's just like, I didn't see anything. I, I was hoping to see Alec Pierce have at least a couple nice catches. You know, and the offense obviously didn't stay out there the first team offense as long as I'd like, but I would have liked to see them go a little bit more vertical and at least test these Tampa Bay DBs in this last preseason game. But they really didn't do that. Um, their offense kind of stalled. So, you know, the stock is down, I guess, on just the first team offense because they really kind of struggled. And specifically, the passing game didn't see a whole lot um, downfield for them. Uh, obviously, you know, in that third drive, you know, Matt Ryan started to light it up a little bit, found Pittman for a really big gain, found Deion Jackson on a nice screen. So, you know, all that to say, I just would have liked to see a little bit more from the passing offense in particular outside of Michael Pittman, the other wide receivers the Colts have on their roster. Um, you know, kind of kind of talking about 
Um, a little, a couple other things as well that I was a little bit, you know, still concerned about. Definitely that backup interior defensive line. I'm still concerned about it. You know, right when they came in, Tampa Bay ran it right down their throats again. Now, to their credit, they started to shore it up as the game went along. But to me, guys, it's still kind of a concern. You know, can the Colts uh, stop the run? You know, if something were to happen to Buckner or to Grover Stewart, you know, who's the next guy in line at that back? Especially the backup one tech is kind of my biggest question mark. More of a run down defensive lineman. It seems like the the backup guys have kind of struggled so far in camp and, and, and through the preseason. So that's my, been my biggest question mark right there. So I do think, you know, potentially a guy like Malcolm Brown, and that's been a name that's been thrown around, could be a nice, like, fit backup one tech. Whatever it is, I do think it's a real possibility the Colts look to get a vet here in the next couple days, maybe next week or something like that. Because I do think it is a concern. So really, guys, that's about it that I have as far as stock down. So there's a lot of guys that have a lot of stock up, I feel like, compared to, you know, in the past, I mean, maybe you could throw Nick Foles on stock down, but I don't know. I still feel like he's really going to be, you know, your number two quarterback. And he did have a few throws where you're like, what was that? But overall, I wasn't like overly like concerned about him, I guess. I know some people are. And obviously, if you guys listened to the podcast yesterday, you know how Derek feels about Nick Foles. He doesn't really have any confidence. I think it's a little too premature. Personally, I'm not really there yet. Um, I do think, you know, and we'll get in. And I guess that leads kind of into the positives. Sam Ellinger, again, had another spectacular day, um, had a really long rushing touchdown, had a nice couple nice passes, obviously had a big screen pass to Desmond Patman, who I also think has stock up as well. And I think right now, guys, he's a number five receiver. Um, so some of those key backup guys. And I think Sam Ellinger's guys really made a case. I don't think he's quarterback two, but I certainly think he needs to be rostered on this team. He can't you know, be cut. He can't try to get him through waivers. Because, guys, I don't think he's going to make it through waivers. I really feel like the Colts, Need to keep three quarterbacks now. And credit Sam Ellinger because he has looked phenomenal this preseason. So just wanted to give him shout out as well as Desmond Patman as well. Um, and I guess on the flip side, you could maybe say Mike Strawn as well, a little stock down because you didn't hear from him. He didn't do a whole lot in this last preseason game. I would have liked to see him get a little bit more involved. Only had one catch on the on the day. So uh, as far as some other guys that I really felt like had some stock up, um, these are some guys that, I posted last night on Twitter after following the game. Um, a couple guys that I really feel like looked good um, as far as the ups are. Uh, so talking about the quarterback, let's talk about as well, staying on the offense. I felt like Bernard Ryman, for the most part, he had one sack he allowed, but it seems like he's continuing to look good. Um, for most of that game, Bernard Ryman looked really good. And so I think the stock's up still on him, despite the fact that he did allow a sack. You know, obviously you don't want to see that, but I think he's continuing to progress and getting to where the Colts feel like he needs to be at this point. So I wanted to give him a quick shout out. I'm um, talking about a couple other guys as well. Deion Jackson, he actually started the game as a starter. And I think that was due in part to the Colts. Kind of wanted to see what he did. And I want to give him credit where it's due. He had a nice play on a screen pass on that third drive. I thought he looked really, really good um, in open space. So I think, guys, he could potentially be RB4 if you do keep four. So I wanted to give him kind of that shout out there. Philip Lindsay as well looked really good. He had a touchdown um, with the second team offense. So I think he's RB3. Um, a couple other guys as well that I thought looked good on the offensive side of things. I thought Wesley French looked good. I think he's probably going to make the roster as that backup center, you know, depending what happens with Pinter 
you know, kind of that backup to second or third center. We'll see exactly how it plays out. But I thought he looked pretty good in the game as well. Um, some other guys that I thought looked good, and this is a guy that guys I think sneakily might make the roster because of what he did in the return game yesterday. That's Kiki Kuti. I thought he looked really, really good in terms of the return game and was really excited and encouraged to see him kind of provide a little bit of spark for the special teams with Isaiah Rogers out because of the concussion. So, yeah, I was really encouraged with him, and I think he might just round out this roster because of his ability on special teams and also what he can do in the slot as well. What's going on, everybody? Today, I'm introducing our new sponsor, Homefield, a premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that has incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield, being a local brand to Indianapolis, is partnering with the Indianapolis Colts to bring you a new collection of Colts apparel. This is Homefield's first NFL collection. They're super excited to be involved with the Indianapolis Colts, and we're excited to help promote their new designs. They have six new designs. They have a hooded sweatshirt, crew neck, two different tees, joggers, and a jacket. Now, if I say so myself, I'm definitely gonna be rocking the sweatshirt and the joggers, guys, because they look extremely comfortable and I'm definitely gonna need them for the fall and winter season. It's the perfect collection to have for you guys to kick off the NFL season. It is going to be launching August 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern, so be on the lookout for it, and if this is already passed, make sure to go check out the home field site and be able to get yours today. New customers can get 15% off their first purchase from home field with the code Bring the juice at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. Make sure to go check out their website, guys, and catch your Colts apparel. Um, a couple other guys here that I want to talk about. I think that'll do it, guys, kind of for some of the offensive guys. Now, moving to the defense, there's a, a lot more guys here that I want to kind of highlight. Um, I want to talk about specifically Ben Banigou. I thought Ben Banigou looked really good. He had a couple tackles for loss. He was playing like his job depended on it, and it really does. You know, it was his last chance with this team. Is it too late? You know, is it too little too late at this point? We shall see. But I was encouraged with what I saw from Banigou last night. I thought he had a strong performance, all things considered, and definitely has made his case to make the final 53-man roster. Um, a couple other guys, Sterling Weatherford looked really, really good, I felt like. You know, he led the team with over 10 tackles. He looked really, really spectacular. And guys, to me, he's a lock to make this roster at this point, even over a guy like Jojo Doman. So just wanted to give him a shout out. thought he looked really, really good. I think he's definitely going to be that number five linebacker. Um, a couple other guys that looked really good as well. I uh, wanted to talk about Anthony Chesley. You know, Anthony Chesley and Dallas Flowers will highlight them both. You know, both guys that are vying for that number five corner spot. I thought they both did some things to help them out. You know, more Chesley in coverage, and I would say, Flowers was fine in coverage, but also his ability on special teams could potentially give him the nod over a guy like Chesley or maybe forces the Colts to feel like they need to keep six uh, cornerbacks. We'll see. Uh, but I thought he did he did himself some favors, had a, like a 50-plus yard return, I think, on the kickoff. So you, know, you like to have some guys that show some ability there to do a little bit of both. The last guy that I want to kind of talk about here, guys, is somebody that I think will now make the final 53-man roster because Armani Watts got injured, injured his ankle on the first play of this game, out for the year. And I felt like Rodney Thomas, the Colts' seventh-round pick, 
looked really good. I thought he looked really good. I'm very intrigued by his upside as a safety. You know, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do, you know, kind of as that backup free safety. You know, I'm really, really, he's very athletic. He's, he's raw, certainly. But I liked what I saw from Rodney Thomas. I really felt like he played really good given the circumstances. And the Colts are going to need him, you know, as that primary backup guy to Julian Blackman. And I think he's a guy that's up to the task. But guys, I think that'll do it overall from my look at some of the stock up, stock down guys. Like I mentioned, a lot more stock up guys and a lot more stock down guys at this episode. And guys, like I mentioned at the beginning, also roster cuts are happening on Tuesday. So we will have a final 53-man roster prediction out tomorrow. Be sure to look for that. That'll do it, guys, for kind of my look here at the stock up, stock down players from the Colts' final preseason game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me know your thoughts overall on some of these guys. You're looking more at not really a whole lot of the, the starters, although we did highlight a few. Talking more about some of those guys that are making the final 53-man roster and kind of making their case. So let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, be sure to like this video, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you to everybody who tuned in yesterday uh, for Derek's live stream and also for you know our video we posted late last night. If you haven't been able to check out that video, be sure to do that and hear about five minutes of Darren ranting about Sam Ellinger versus Nick Foles. It's golden. So be sure to check that out, guys. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate all the support. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.